Hi there, it's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN. Like a snowball rolling down the side of a snow-covered hill It's growing like the size of a fish that the man claims broke his reel Speaking of rosebuds and snowballs, it's late spring, and we think that spring may be arriving soon. There's a theory about that, but this is Pandora's Lunchbox. It's growing. Buds are growing. Seeds are growing. It's all true. Seeds that will create food and leaves and other things are growing in Ann Arbor and Ypsilanti and all over. This is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food every Thursday at 6.30, and sometimes it's about the things that make the food, like the seeds. And my guest today is Mark Maynard. Hi, Mark. Hey, Mike. How you doing? I'm good. Mark Maynard has a blog, markmaynard.com. He's part of the folks who put together the Shadow Art Fair and the Krampus Costume Fest. And something very organic is happening next week in Ypsilanti. Uh, That's right. I'll be um, disseminating my seed. Yes. In public? In public. In public. That'll be on May Day. Yes, it will. So people will be calling May Day, perhaps. I don't know. Yeah, um, it's part of um, the May Day festivities on Water Street. Water Street is a um, development in downtown Ypsilanti. It's about 38 acres um, large, and um, it's been stalled for the last 12 years or so. They tore down the buildings about four years ago, and it's big. It's a big, vacant, barren um, wasteland. So last year at May Day, we all got together and had a party, had a potluck, and started trying to reclaim it as a as a public commons. Um, and then this, um, we've actually gone the next step and actually adopted an acre of the space, um, which we'll be doing um, local planting on. And that's what um, I've come to talk to you about today. Okay. So there will be seeds hurled, and we'll talk uh, more detail about that in just a moment. But what do you have to do to take land that, uh, well, over 30 acres of land you said that belonged to a corporation or to a real estate people, or how, how yeah, does that work? The city bought it. The city started to dabble in um, development for a while. We realized that um, there wasn't an op- a lot of opportunity for the city of Ypsilanti to grow its tax base. Um, and I, one of the ideas was to tear out some of the older um, um, businesses that were there that were often dirty businesses. There's quite a bit of pollution on the site. Um, and to create... Um, um, more, I guess, what you call new economy kind of things. They wanted more retail and more housing and things downtown. Um, they had a, a developer that was working with them, and then the developer backed out when the economy started to look bad. So it's been, you know, as I said, it never, never kind of took off. We did get grants to do some remediation. So a lot of the pollution. There are only three kind of areas of toxicity now, and they're all, when I'm told, from what I'm told, are fairly um, minor. They're like 20 feet down in the ground, and um, they brought in a lot of filter on top. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's still, it's just, uh, I guess boondoggle is the right word. It's, uh, it was, you know, us trying to do what we could to save our city and kind of create a, uh, uh, increase the tax base and it just never worked out. So we're still waiting for something to happen. And in the interim, we thought, why not take it back and do something positive, something that reflects the, um, resiliency of our community and the beauty of our community and why not do something really good and, and cool with it. So it could be temporary, it could be one year, it could be 10 years, it could be 20 years, and we don't know. So, um, yeah. So you're going to seed bomb 
You're going to do this one acre at a time, I guess, take back your community one acre at a time, you might say, right? Yeah, at least this first, we'll see how this first acre goes, yeah. So we, we went through the official process. I think some people had thrown seeds on the land before because it really is, it's very, very um, um, right in your face as you're driving into Ypsilanti. It's, the, it's right against Michigan Avenue. So it's the first thing you see if you're driving right, driving into Ipsy from kind of the Canton area. Um, so, and it's kind of depressing. It's just this big weed-filled lot. Um, <clears throat> so we thought, why not do something nice there? And we, um, some people have thrown seeds there in the past and they always just mow them down. Oh. So we thought, or I thought, uh, let's do the right thing and go through proper channels and adopt that, that portion of the, the land. Um, and then we have some sort of control over it. And we did that. Um, so we were accepted by the city and they're letting us do it. So we have yeah, basically an acre right up front, right on Michigan Avenue. And we raised $650,000. Yeah, right. All right. $650 um, online. And then we, with that, we were able to buy a bunch of native seed, you know, a huge bag of um, 27 different um, species of flowering plants and seven or six species of, of native grasses all mixed in this this huge mix by a company called um, Native Connections, I think, in um, um, Three Rivers, Michigan. So they sent that to us. We got two big bags of clay from Matawi Tile Works, and then we're mixing it in with um, compost with a bunch of children um, and the, over the next few days. And then we'll make all these little seed bombs. And um, we've also gone and staked out the areas um, that we, we want to aim the seed bombs toward um, and kind of cleared the land and pulled up the weeds and turned the land over. And then people are going to come with slingshots and catapults and just throwing them. Um, we'll have tons of seed balls, and we just want people there, you know, after 5 o'clock on, uh, on the 1st to come and then throw the seeds onto the land. And then over time, they'll sprout and they'll take over and they'll move out all the invasive species, we hope. Cool. And bring back the butterflies and the birds and everything else that's left the site. So it'd be pretty cool. That would be cool. So you could you did quite a lot with six hundred and fifty dollars actually. Yeah, the seeds were about three hundred and the clay was about forty and we, we did some other stuff too. But yeah, we, we, we did quite a bit. So I don't really know anything about planting, I must say, I'm embarrassed to admit. Um you put seeds in the ground and then with water and sunshine and warmth they they grow. You know, that's good. That's that's true. That's very fundamental, and that's true. But where does clay go into it? I can imagine making clay figures that sit and watch the things grow, and they're happy. But Yeah, the clay holds the seeds together, and you mix it with compost, and basically it keeps the predators away from them. Hmm. So they're able to germinate and kind of do their thing and kind of at least get a start before they break out of the clay. Over time, the clay breaks up with wind and, and rain um, and just weather, you know, heat and cold and they crack and they break open and the plants come up out of them. It's just a way to um, to deliver the seeds to the area to give them more of a shot of making it. Um, mm. But in addition to doing so, half the seeds will deliver by seed bomb and then the other half the seed will, will sow by hand later and then put dirt over it just in case we miss any areas with seed bombs. So we've identified these seven areas that people target areas on our acre that people will aim toward. And we're hoping that most of the bombs go into that area. Hmm. And then um, some of them will fall outside of it, but that's fine. I mean, eventually we want to take over that whole acre. So okay. we've already had, and the cool thing is we're already kind of, people are talking about doing things like building park benches there and um, putting in some um, native kind of edible plants and things like that, you know, some berry bushes and things like that. So it could develop into a real, you know, community commons where people could actually go hang out and, uh, you know, see native plants and pick berries and have a picnic. Right, nice. along, right along Michigan Avenue in Ypsilanti. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you've got a Facebook group, a Facebook page called Seed Bomb Water Street. We do. People can find out more about it and join the Facebook group there, Seed Bomb Water Street. Yeah, it was very fast. We, we put that up and then we have, you know, about 250 
uh, followers or fans or members already. And like I said, we raised $650 in 24 hours pretty much. So um, people seem to like this idea. They like the idea of the community being empowered to do something positive in the in the community and take back this space that's kind of, it's ours. We bought it. It's taxpayer owned. But it was just sitting vacant for so long. It's, you know, why not take it back and do something positive with it? But again, with the understanding that it might be temporary. We, we all want economic development. We all want jobs. Um, but for the time being, why not do something you know, beautiful and positive with that space. So that's what that's what we're doing. Very cool. Yeah. We're talking to Mark Maynard here about the seed bomb effort that's going to be happening on May Day, May 1st. And we're going to take a moment to hear some seed music, maybe that'll feed the plants that are they're about to come to us soon. Seeds for Sale. This is the Great Lakes Myth Society, some indigenous Michigan music to help the seeds grow. And this is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor.
That's the Great Lakes Smith Society and Seeds for Sale from their album Great Lakes Smith Society. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. This is Mike. It's a show about food, culture, and seeds at times. Today, I'm talking to Mark Maynard. Hi, Mark. Hey. We're talking about the seed bomb thingy, which is going to happen May 1st. That's right. In Ypsilanti, along Water Street. Not along Water Street, but along... Mm-hmm. On Water Street, along Michigan Avenue, not uh, right downtown. Not far from um, the uh, body of water. Help me out here. Uh, Huron River. Huron River. Yeah. So it's an area that's been, been left alone for 12 years, underdeveloped and such. With lo- it's covered in weeds. It used to be a fence. I think the fence is gone now. The fence is gone. Yeah, they took down the fence. The, um, it's just, it's not attractive. It's it's a nice space. I mean, the, the river is beautiful back there, um, but it's, you know, it's it's ugly. Yeah. So. so trying to make it a little less so. Uh, claiming uh, an acre of it to hurl seed bombs with yeah. slingshots and other implements. Yep. The seed bombs will, will grow. We took a um, kind of, we, we, we made these target areas that people could focus their seed bombs toward and then they'll radiate out from there. So we're hoping that over a few years we can kind of push out all the invasives and, and make it all um, um, native species. So we brought out a, a uh, school group yesterday. Um, I took the afternoon off from work and I went down with some friends and um, we, you know, talked to kids about native species and about invasive species. And they went out there in the rain and cold and, you know, dug up all these plants that the the invasives. And then we kind of staked out the areas, our target areas, and we started tearing up the land so that kind of turning it over so it would be more receptive to the seeds coming in. And we picked up garbage and stuff and it was really awesome. I mean, people, you know, would drive by and honk or say hi. And it was just, um, I think our community needs more, um, you know, nice stuff like that. Good yeah. stuff. People, reasons to come together and stuff. I know when I come on your show, I'm usually uh, more jerky and more uh, <laughs> <laughs> more fun, maybe. But this is the, this is this is a good thing. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be my normal ass oh or I can't, <laughs> asphalt uh, asphalt inspired. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, right. yeah, yeah, sorry. That's a good. It's all good. Yeah. So and I mean, I know hurling things with uh, slingshots is pretty fun. That does it sound is. like fun. Yeah, I suspect a lot of them will go beyond our the scope of our area, um, but I think that's fine. I mean, it's yeah. not anything bad in it. It's all native Michigan um, plants. So, you know, so I suspect not only will we have an impact on our plot, but you know, the the site goes back for several acres, and I'm sure some kids will launch them, you know, way back there. So, so it's a great thing for kids, I think. I mean, and yeah. kids love to learn and they love to hurl things. So, <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 two schools that we've been working with, um, both are looking for um, what they call project based learning. So this is a great opportunity for them to learn about brownfields, um, about economic development, about native species. Um, about community involvement. I mean, I think they were interested in how we raised the funds online, um, how we crowdsourced all the help to come out and work on the site. I mean, I think it's just a great little demonstration of a bunch of different things. You know, how you work with a city to adopt a park, you know, how, how people can come together and make a positive change in their community. So I think people are just, um, yeah, it's, it's, I think a few teachers read it on my site and um, it just resonated with them and they wanted to get their kids involved and stuff. So it was nice. Yeah. And I think it's a good thing for Ypsilanti. Well, of course, it's, there are a lot of good reasons it's good for Ypsilanti and the community. It's also something that um, we, there's a garden over on Frog Island in Ypsilanti. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yep. And Project uh, Growing Hope is in Ypsilanti, also doing uh, projects in schools and other things. So it, it just seems like a really good fit for what's going on. Absolutely. There's a lot of food entrepreneurship in Ypsilanti. There are a lot of... Um you know, I just interviewed the guy doing his bicycle delivery of ice cream the other day. Um, a, a new company called Go Ice Cream that's doing, 
you know, handmade ice cream that he'll be delivering by bike through Ipsy this summer, starting this summer. Um, it seems like a lot of people, you know, we have um, our friend Stephanie making salsas, um, you know, a bunch of people trying new things and people, you know, the, the Growing Hope has done a great job of kind of cultivating the, the, um, the farmer's market and helping people learn about food entrepreneurship. They have kids there that have a smoothie business. It's bicycle run, you know, bicycle powered smoothie business. Ah, bicycle powered smoothies. I just need yeah. to pause and think about yeah. the awesomeness of that bicycle powered smoothie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so I think there's a lot of cool stuff happening in Ipsy around food. Um, some good restaurants have come in, obviously, um, you know, Beezy's and Worst Bar and Bonacera, you know, all within the last few years, um, doing really good, interesting work. And, um, yeah, there, there's, people are interested in food. Um, you know, this is a little bit different, and it's not edible. It's not, um, you know, we are talking about adding some edible plants um, later, but right now it's all, you know, seeds and grasses and things. I guess you could eat grass if you were <laughs> so inclined, um, but I don't know. I don't know if people want to. Yeah. I suppose wheatgrass is something people snip and put into smoothies and things. Speaking of smoothies. Yeah, but I don't think wheatgrass is on our list. I think it's no. like big blue stem and Indian grass, and I can't remember the species. I on my website, on, on um, my website, there's a list you can download the whole list of all the thirty plants or so that are that are represented in the seed mix. Oh, great! So some flowers you said are different different kinds of flowers. Yeah, like twenty seven different species of flowering plants. And one of the things now is that um, the the plant that's there primarily is something called spotted knapweed, which is an invasive. And spotted knapweed only blooms for a certain amount of time a year, so the the bees can go to it, but for, for a very short period of time, and then they're gone. Um, whereas, and, and also spotted knapweed apparently gives off a chemical that keeps other plants from growing around it in its vicinity. Nasty. So it's just spotted knapweed and some other little kind of sh- scrubby grass. So what we're doing is we're, this new mix that we have, all the flowers la- bloom at different times so that it, you know, there's something for the bees all the time. So there's always something in bloom. It's, it's much better than the spotted knapweed that, that blooms, you know, for a few weeks of the year and goes away and just leaves you a big clump of dead weed yeah that, that doesn't sound as much fun no it's not so, no, so not as pretty no i mean this could fail horribly the seeds could not work for whatever reason or the bugs could come out and eat them all or whatever but at least it's worth a try i mean sure not much to lose yeah so this is going on on an acre of land on michigan avenue near water street seed bombing on may 1st and the website not the website really well markmaynard.com is your website yep. you can read about that and about the Go Ice Cream? Yeah, I have the interview with the guy from Go Ice Cream there, too. And uh, um, also, on the second, um, I'm going to be, this is just a coincidence. I, don't mean, I didn't mean to come here and plug other stuff. but um, Please do. <laughs> but um, Concentrate Magazine is doing um, a thing on f- at 5 o'clock at Woodruff's, um, which is a bar in Depot Town where I'll be hosting and uh, doing a kind of a roundtable with local business entrepreneurs. Um, local entrepreneurs, some mostly in the food area. So a lot of the people we just mentioned, the guy, the one of the women from Bonacera, um, the, woman, the woman from Beezy's, um, maybe the guy from Worst Bar, some others will be there on a panel talking about opening businesses in Ipsy and doing doing entrepreneurship in Ipsy. So if people are interested in that stuff, you know, certainly come out to that as well. It's open to the public and it'll be at five o'clock on uh, the second, the day after this. Okay. So just to recap here, Wednesday, May 1st, seed bombing commences at... Okay, so um, we're going to have school groups come down earlier in the day. Uh, people will be on the site from noon onward. Um, we're asking adults and you know families that want to come out and throw seed bombs to come at 5 o'clock. So before, um, before that, though, there will be other events on the, um, on the site. There's a group called Ipsy Free School, and then there's also, um, I guess, some Occupy Ipsy kind of people 
that we'll be doing some classes and kind of zine readings. And um, there's a potluck at five o'clock. There's a bunch of, I don't remember what the URL is for that site, but there's a site called something about Mayday Ypsilanti or something um, where you can maybe get more information. But there are activities from noon onward. And then at um, at uh, five o'clock, we'll do our, our seed bombing. Okay. And a potluck. So bring food and you can you know share food and, and hang out. And that's on Michigan Avenue in Ypsilanti uh, near Water Street. That's, uh, it is. Just as the hill... Let's see. I guess if you're going downhill from 90, if you're going there from 94, Mm -hmm. you're heading from Ann Arbor, 94 to the Huron Street exit. Exit, yeah. Exit 183. Oh, geez. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's 183. And takes you, you can go downtown to Huron Street and then turn left onto Michigan Avenue, go down the hill, and mm-hmm. yep. you will you will see be on the right. a great uh, plane of weeds and stuff that needs love. And yeah, we'll, we'll be we'll be making love to the 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 site that needs love. That sounds beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to if you want to make love to an empty lot, this is this is your chance. If and that's it, something you've always wanted to do, this is this is your opportunity. It is spring, you know. It is spring. It's a time and for love. It's a good time for that. We also have Totally Awesome Fest this weekend in Ipsy, um, and we'll be making seed balls at some of their events over the over the weekend. Um, so, yeah, it's, a, it's just a great, it's a very fertile time. You know, lots of bands, lots of people doing interesting stuff. Families coming out of their cold, miserable homes to hopefully it'll be nice and warm out. So it'll be nice. It's a good time to be in Ipsy. Very cool. Well, thank you, Mark, for sharing about the seed bombing and all, all the other things going on right sure. now. Sure, you're welcome. Thanks for having me, Mike. You're welcome. So markmaynard.com, you can read more about it. And the Facebook group is called Seed Bomb Water Street. You can join that and find out more. Well, let's hear some more inspiring seed music. This is Wilco, and this is called Side with the Seeds, and that sounds like a pretty good idea. Tiles top black Where the black top cracks
That's Wilco. I've never played Wilco on the show before. It's about time. And that is called Side with the Seeds, which is which makes it very important to play today. It's from their album Sky Blue Sky. And this is Pandora's Lunchbox. And just a little wrap-up, markmaynard.com is the website where you can find out more about the seed bomb going on, seed bombs flying with slingshots and stuff on May 1st in Ypsilanti. Also, the Facebook group is Seed Bomb Water Street. And a little more information about seeds. Seeds are pretty amazing things. I I went to Wikipedia. I go there a lot. It's a good friend of mine, that Wikipedia. And just to read what they're about, you think of seeds. Well, I think of seeds as simple little things. But a seed, it says here, is a small embryonic plant enclosed in a covering called the seed coat, usually with some stored food. So the seed already stores some food in itself because it's that smart. It's the product of the ripened ovule of gymnosperm and angiosperm plants, which occurs after fertilization and some growth within the mother plant. The formation of the seed completes the process of reproduction in seed plants, started with the development of flowers and pollination, with the embryo developed from the zygote and the seed coat from the ingredients of the ovule. You should know that seeds are very diverse in size. I don't know if any of them are going to be this big at the event coming up on May 1st, but... The dust-like orchid seeds are the smallest, with about one million seeds per gram. They are often embryonic seeds with immature embryos and no significant energy reserves. On the other hand, at over 20 kilograms, the largest seed is from the coco de mer. The seeds of the coco de mer have been highly prized over the centuries. Their rarity caused great interest and high prices in royal courts, and the tough outer seed coat has been used to make bowls, such as for the Sufi dervish Kashul, kashkul bowls, that is, and other instruments. Meanwhile, the fruit of the coco de mer requires six to seven years to mature and a further two years to germinate, sometimes also referred to as the sea coconut, the love nut, or the double coconut. So now you know. I've been Mike for a while. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and we're going to go out on a good, good, cheerful, slightly macabre non sequitur here, which sounds delicious, doesn't it? Mm-mm. From the Detroit area, this is Loretta and the Lark Spurs with Choo Choo Charlie. It's about food. I believe it's based on an old commercial, but I think it has a little bit of a sad tinge. Don't we need that a little every so often? 
Coming up next, Arbel will help us to face the music. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Thanks for listening and keep on doing it. Just kidding. Let's try this. Once upon a time, there was an engineer. Choo Choo Charlie was his name. We hear he had an engine and he sure had fun. He was good and plenty candy to make his train run. You heard it here on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Thanks, Mike. That was astonishing. We're now ready for Face the Music. This is the uh, the third rhythm show, and this is actually the combination of songs that inspired a three-part series of uh, songs that have the word rhythm in the title. Here's fascinating rhythm, but the overall theme for this evening is crazy rhythm. Let's go crazy with it. <laughs> 